want to let you know that we serve a God that is able to sustain us despite of the hardship, the trial, or the situation. We serve a God that, that can comfort us and aid us and strengthen us and encourage us. I want to let you know that just because we're Christians, be Christ-like, doesn't mean that we're not going to face some obstacles, some disappointments, some setbacks, some hardships. Doesn't mean we won't have some misunderstandings. Doesn't mean that folks, everybody's going to love on us. If Jesus Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise. Hmm, can I take my time? I said, can I take my time? Y'all ought to be thought out by now. Yes. I believe that I can tell you something about hanging on in there. We have 34 years in the ministry. Me and my wife together. It hasn't been very rosy. It hasn't been smooth. We had trials. We had some, had some hard times or some had some verbal attacks had some physical attacks 31 years of marriage and 31 years also in ministry together and 10 years me and my wife of pastoring so we've been through some things we've seen some stuff We've all been hurt. We've all been disappointed. But that's not the point. The point, what I want to make is that despite of all of that, yet being able to hold on. Many people give up, let go, turn back because things are not going their way. You ever made some plans and your plans didn't go the way that you planned? You ever been disappointed because folks, amen, they disappointed you? They promised you something and were not able to keep their promise? But what I like about God, that what he said he'll do, he'll do. 
Sometimes you just have to, I'm sorry, go through. Sometimes you have to go through to, to get to. But it all has to do with the right mindset. So I want to let you know today I want you to hang on in there. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, hang on in there. You've seen some people go back? Have you seen some people give up? Have you seen some people just literally throw in the towel and say, I'm done? Tired of being hurt. Tired of being disappointed. I'm tired of people lying on me. I'm tired of people using me. I'm tired of people taking advantage of me. <laughs> I'm just tired. I said, I'm just, some folks say, I'm just tired. And I just want to just, some folks say, I just want to just throw in the towel. I just want to go somewhere. Some say I just want to go somewhere and just, just dig me a hole and just hide in it. Go find me a cave. But that's not the way you handle it. Sometimes we try to cover stuff up. But the pain is still there. Sometimes we camouflage stuff. But it's still noticeable to God. Sometimes we smile the outside and grinning and smiling and then when we leave the place we're actually bleeding on the inside. But you just can't let people know. You just, you just don't want to let folks know that you're hemorrhaging on the inside. Don't want to let people know that you have an emotional dysfunction. And I can't tell nobody because I'm supposed to be Superman and Superwoman. But it's time that we be real and face reality. Hang on in there, hang on in there, hang on in there. It's the enemy that wants to destroy us. It's the enemy wants to take our minds. Oh yes, steal our minds. It's the enemy that wants to take our lives. Mm -hmm. But I want to let you know we have a God that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask or think. Does anybody have that power? That power work is within us. It's a power of authority. It's, it's, it's explosive power. It's, it's power, amen, that 
amen, will cause, amen, the devil's grip to be loosed. It's a power, amen, that will, amen, give us joy in the midst of our problems. Let me get to my text. Let me get to my hand. I just want you to, if you would. To Hebrews, the sixth chapter, verses 9 and 10. King James versions, the version says, For God is not, think about this unrighteous to forget your work and your labor of love mm. which you have showed charge his name mm. glory towards his name in that he hath ministered to the saints and do Minister. God is not unrighteous. It would be unfair for God to forget your righteousness, your love that you showed and treated people right. And how that you loved on people in Jesus' name. How that we Reach out to people. How that we have encouraged people, even in times we needed to be encouraged. How that we would tell people, you can make it. And in the back of our minds, we're going through. Hello, somebody. Mm -hmm. But I need you, I need you to really hang in there. Paul is speaking to this church. And he's wanting to encourage the saints to be faithful. Despite of what you're going through, what it looks like. If you can hold on to God, keep your confidence and our confidence in God and in his word. Confidence in the blood of Jesus and in the power of of the Holy Spirit. Because I, I won't forget your, your work and your labor of love. The enemy is quick to talk to you and talk to me. So why do you keep on doing that? You don't see nothing. You, you ain't got it yet. Well, yeah, that door ain't open, or hasn't opened yet. But I think you just keep on doing the right thing. The enemy is quick to try to have us to let go, give up, throw in the towel. But you have to hang on in there. Look at somebody and say, hang on in there. We see here in this particular text here that God is a God of recompense. God is a God that will pay back. God is a God that, 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 will, that will restore, will give back to you. You can't 
You can't give God too much time. You can't give God too much money. Nobody's talking to me. You can't give God too much attention. Hello, somebody. Woo. See, when you fall in love with him, hmm, you find yourself you can't do without him. <laughs> Is that all right? Hang on in there. Mm. He brought me through this. And is that your testimony? Is that your testimony? He brought me through this and he brought me through that. You know what this is. You know what? You know what I'm talking about. And if it had not been. If it had not been. For God. Being on our side. Even when, maybe, maybe you don't have none, but we all should have some. Even when our enemies rose up against us to eat up our flesh, they stumbled and fell. Huh? You hang on in there. Payday's coming. Payday is coming. God has a set time to release the harvest cause of the seeds of faithfulness and the seeds of righteousness and the seeds of kindness that you've planted. Uh-huh. And it's coming back to you. Whatever you plant, now listen, you, you can't be going talking about, you know, you planted potatoes and you're looking for tomatoes. So whatever you, whatever you plant, come on, that's what's coming up. Yeah. Uh, no, I can't take my time. We must endure till the end. We must endure till the end. In St. Matthew's, the 24th chapter in the 13th, verse. If we could just go there. But he that shall endureth until the end the same shall be saved. Endure to what? Look at somebody said ain't the end yet. Where are you going? Hey, hello. Uh oh, hello. It's not the end yet. It ain't over. Where are you going? Hold on. Hey. Hmm. Don't you throw that towel in? Where do you think you're going? But it hurts so bad. What we do? Hey, who hasn't been hurt? Who hasn't been lying on? Who hasn't been lying on? Folks just want to just pick on. Folks just want to just mess with you. Who? Well, listen, that's just life. Hang on in there. Your change is coming. Hang on in there. Your breakthrough is just right around the corner. There was a man one time that was digging for gold. And he, he, he dug for, for days and days and days and days. Took that pick and was digging for gold. Then one day he just decided that he's wild, he's tired, and he never found no gold. Said, I'm out of here. Soon as he left, another man came behind him and hit the same spot three times and struck gold. If he only would have hung on in there. 
I want to let you know that many times when the enemy comes to us to try to oppress us and depress us, put us in depression, you must realize that you must be awful close to your breakthrough. It's good news when the devil gets to messing with us. I begin to question when you say you're saved and you love God and you don't have every day that you live you don't have no type of problems devil don't bother you at all must be your real good friend hello somebody come on the devil's not my friend mm. so he says here but he that shall endureth until the end the same shall be saved. But we have to endure until the end. We're going to have persecution. That's just, that's just, as I said earlier, that's just life. This, you know, you, you're going to cry, you're going to weep, and, 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 you know, and don't claim no bad day. I, I'm not going to tell you you have a bad day. I had a bad day. I rebuke bad days. I don't believe in no bad days. Uh, maybe y'all, well, y'all know your pastor here. You know, I, I had one lady, they, they came in the office one time, and, and she said, she said, uh, Pastor, I said, yes. She said, I just, I just had a bad day. Now, listen to this. said, I just had a bad day. All day was a bad. Come on, somebody. A bad day all day long was a bad day. I said, tell her she didn't have a bad day. Y'all better write this down somewhere. I'm going to help you. Write this down. Tell her she had a challenging day, but not a bad day. Tell her she had a challenging day. Well, let me break it down. My testimony was challenged. Your word, the word in you will be challenged. Come on, somebody. It's going to be challenged. It's going to be put on the line. So just tell her she had a challenging day. She can't have a bad day. Only way she can have a bad day because she claimed a bad day. But see, I'm not claiming a bad day because this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And since God made it, it's, it's good. It ain't a bad day. It's a good day because God made it. It's a good day. Wow. Hello. Come on here. Hunt somebody and say, Look, just, just kind of just, just hunch them. Did you hear that? Next time somebody going to talk about, I, I, God, I'm having a bad day. Y'all better look up here. Look at me. Somebody come to you and say, I'm having a bad day. Say, shh. Just stop and write, shh. No, I'm not having a bad day. How can you call it a bad day when you're living? That's a blessing. When you're moving, that's a blessing. You can see, you can hear, you can feed yourself. Hello, that's a blessing. How can you call it a bad day? Take a trip out to the hospital. Walk through there. Look at people lying there in comas and dying of AIDS and 
Got all different stuff wrong with their bodies. Hello. Got so many days to live and months to live. And now you all have a day. You're going to call the day bad? Somebody say trade with me. <laughs> trade with me then. You think you have it so. Trade with me. Trade with me. I can't even feed myself. Trade with me. Come on. Trade with me. I, I, I can't even bathe myself. Trade with me. I can't even put my own clothes on. Trade with me. I, I'm blind. I cannot see. Trade, trade with me. I, I, I don't have no hands. Trade with me. I don't have no feet. Trade with me. I live on the street. Trade with me. Come on, somebody. Hang on in there. Setbacks. Disappointments. Come on, somebody. Take authority. Take authority. Thoughts come to your mind. You don't have to let them linger there. Pull down that imagination. Pull down that thought that's not like God. I refuse. I refuse to be depressed. Let me go on this side. I said I refuse to be depressed. Whew. When God has given me his best. Why should I be depressed? Y'all know his name? Jesus. Mm -hmm. Of course people are going to misunderstand you. You ever had folk get up in your face? And you ever had anybody cuss you out? I mean, since you've been saved. I mean, I mean, they cuss you out since you... Well, let me go on this side here. I mean, I mean, they cussed you out since you've been saved. So now you got to grab a word now. Because they, they got right in your face. And they were speaking in, they were speaking in an unholy tongue. So now you got to grab a word. Psalm 19 and 14. Lord, let the words of my mouth. <laughs> Woo! In the meditation of my heart. Be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer because uh, God. Oh, 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 I read somewhere in the Bible, say, don't let no filthy mm, communication come out of your mouth. Mm, come on, somebody. Hang on in there. Hang on in there. Hang on, the devil said, cuss them out. What, 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 what? No. Cuss them out. Smack them. Don't you tell me the devil won't talk to you. Smack them. It's a dangerous thing to dwell in the past. It's a dangerous thing to dwell on hurt and what people done to us in the past. How many of you all that have people that how many of y'all have people that just uh, owe you some money? Raise your hands. You got some folks that owe you some money. You got some folks that you loaned some money. You told them it was a loan. You didn't tell them it was a gift. That they owe you some money. Hello. And they said they ain't able to pay you back, but they just brought a new car. They just got a nice house. You see them, they're dressing better than you dressing. And I'm dressing. 
And they said they ain't got nothing. I said, I'll see why. Let me move on. <laughs> Philippians 4 and 13. But, but I, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Now, it's actually saying in the, in the Greek, it's actually said I can endure. I can endure. There's some stuff that you, you just have to, what? Just endure. Say, girl, how was you able to? I'm going to get right here. How, how was you able to hold on? How was you able to go through that? How was you able to? How was you able to go through that? How'd you, how'd you go through that and not <laughs> lose? <laughs> Not go cuckoo, uh, loco. Huh? How was you able to do that? Because of Christ. I can endure all things through Christ. That's the anointing. The anointing. The anointing holds me. The anointing lets me have peace. The anointing keeps my mind. My heart and my mind is guarded through Christ Jesus. Which strengthens me. It's the Lord that gives me strength. I am empowered. Amen. To hold on. You know. You know. You're in here right now. When folks have come up to you in the past. If I was you. I'd get them. I mean, you know, you can drop them. You can just get you a gun. Let's be real, y'all. I'm going to be, let's be real. You can hide so many 300 yards back and get that 30-30. Park on the other side of the highway with a scope. Hello. Hello. Go on down the road. We find such and such. Huh, nobody know, but God, you and God. But that's what the devil will talk to you. Said, I get him. He got to go sleep sometime. He got to come by here somewhere. See, I, I get him. But I, I, I'm going to get even with him. No. No, that's just no. No. Just let the Lord fight your battle. Come on. Because when we go to try to fight our own battle, you'll fool around and start a prison ministry in the wrong way. You'll start a jail ministry in the wrong way. You didn't start it right. I got to move on. Maybe y'all, maybe, maybe. Somebody say amen. Paul was letting the church know, look, I'm here for the sake of Christ. This is a prison epistle. Paul's on house arrest, writes to the Philippian church at Philippi and tells them that, don't worry about me. I'm going to be just fine. I can endure this little time I have to spend here. I can, en I, I, I can endure this. Paul says, look, give me 419. Philippians 4.19. We read this scripture sometimes. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. 
What do you need to put in there? What do you need to put in there that you have not put in there when it says all you need? Is there something you haven't put in there? Something you can put in there today. All you need. Paul writes this to the Philippian church. Because the Philippian church was a church that really assisted Paul in finances and prayers. And he said, nobody really cared for me like you all. And he said, you all bless me. You all bless the ministry. You all seen after me. You all had me in your hearts. And he said, I, I want to tell you something. But my God, <laughs> this is how it came up on this scripture. But my God shall supply. Why? What's of a man soweth? That shall he also reap. The liberal soul shall be made fat. So they assisted Paul in ministry. And Paul says, look, God going to take care of you. Hello? God is going to take. Listen, can I, can I just share this? My brown car had broke down in the yard. Been down for about six weeks. Older car. And uh, I called Triple A, and I'm still preaching. Just catch me here. Hang on in there. I called Triple A, and they sent a record out. And the record comes out, and my car is parked up against the hill like this, pulled in. And the record man looks at the car, and he looks at it, staring at it. And I said, uh, look, I said, we can, we can push the car back down over here, and you can pull up in the wrecker and back into it. So I don't push no cars. <laughs> so I had to grab myself. I had to, you know, I wanted to say, well, I tell you what, you just get on out of there, i get me another wrecker. Well, she don't do that. So I went, I went, I leaned up against the house. He got up on the car, I was looking, trying to hook on to something, looking at I leaned up against the house. Anybody ever heard of a, just where the Holy Ghost will just get you, where the, you just get upset with the devil? So I leaned up against the house. I'm looking at him up under the car. I said, Satan, I bind that spirit in the name of Jesus. So you're lying. Wonder! I didn't holler out. I just spoke. I said, you're lying. Because he would have hit his head and jumped up out on the car. But, so you're lying wonder. I bind that spirit in the name of Jesus. Just like that. I said, I take authority over that spirit. That man jumped up, come out from under the car, wouldn't even a minute later. He said, hey. I said, what? He said, let's push that car. Yeah. <laughs> I told the man, wait a minute. He's on the front of the car going like this. I said, let me get in. He said, he was, huh? And he you know what he said? He said, we can push it right down there, back down the hill. I just I started to say, that's what I told you at first. Push it down the hill. Then he bring the record up, he said, and I'm going to back it back down and hook on. And I said, I said, can I ride with you? He said, yeah. And I said, you have that type of authority. Sometimes you be places in your mind, amen, trying to figure out how you're going to get out. But, but, but you got to open up your mind, open up your mouth, and, and, and speak the right words. And bind stuff that you don't need in your spirit. Paul said, it's a new me. Philippians 4 and 13 said, Paul was talking about, it's a, it's, it's a new me. I, he talks about how that he has to press. Go back to Philippians 4 and 13. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. 
Somebody say amen. Say, I can do it. Don't dwell in your past. You have to press past it. I have a true destiny. Do you have a destiny? I have a true destiny. Don't dwell. I don't think you all know how important this is. Do not dwell in your past. Can you say amen? Your, your greater days are ahead of you. Jeremiah 29 and 11. Your greater days are ahead of you. Hello? They're ahead of you. You got to believe God for great things. You got to believe God for great things. He speaks. We read this and we're right back on it. But uh, let me talk to you. The children of Israel were taken into Babylonian captivity by King Nebuchadnezzar. Babylonian king. Took them into captivity, and Lord said, I ain't saying nothing. I ain't busy. I ain't doing nothing for 70 after 70 years. That's a long time before you hear from the Lord. So I, I'm not busy. I'm not doing nothing. So then, after the 70 years, the Lord went, he was talking to him. He said, I know. He said, but because of your disobedience, because you, you, didn't, you didn't take heed to what I said, you were disobedient, so I let your own enemies take you into captivity. And I'm going to put you in the hand, let you be there for 70 years. And then he says, now, 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 look, if you could, if you could just humble yourself, then you cry out to me. After this next verse, I'm going to read this one. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, give you an expected end. Now watch this. Lord said, I'm not this time. He said, I'm not going to destroy you. And now this is what I want to do for you. I want to let you know I got some, I, I'm thinking about you. I have you on my mind. Uh-huh. I have thoughts of peace. Okay, don't get, don't get scared this time. I have thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you an expected end. Go to the next verse. Then shall ye. So we read on one Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will. Next verse. That's not in my notes, but. Key. Somebody say key. Turn it, turn it, turn it, turn it, turn it, turn it. Get the key, turn it. And ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. Now, I know the thoughts and plans have you, but look, you want, you want things to speed up? You want things to turn around? There's something you must do on our part. God is not going to do it all. That's why we need to ask God, God, what do I need to do? God, what am I lacking? So I can hang on in here. Come on, somebody, and tell him thank you. We must stay focused on the Lord. 
We must be kingdom-minded. Don't need all this junk on our mind. I ain't trying to tell you, don't watch TV. Be careful what you watch. They're not trying to tell you, you can't get on the Internet. Be careful what you get on on the Internet. Because some stuff can get on you. Talk to me, somebody. Mm-hmm. We must keep a sincere heart. We must stay focused. And we must be kingdom-minded. We must be steadfast and have the right mind. Isaiah 26, verses 3 through 4. And I'm about, about to close. I'm about to close here. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee, on the Lord, because he trusteth in him, in thee. In the Lord. Well, you got to keep your mind. And if your mind is not set to be stayed on God, the only way the mind can be set to stay on God, you're born again, you love the Lord, and the only way the mind can be set to stay on God is that that individual, that person, must have a mind uh -huh, to want to seek God. Must have a, a heart to seek God. Blessed are the day. Matthew 5 and 6. Blessed are they, what? With your hunger and thirst, for they shall, what? Be filled. Blessed are they which through hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. They shall be satisfied. Hello. Somebody say hello. So we find in the word of God today that we'll have to have a mind to seek God. We must be steadfast and unmovable. Give me the next verse. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. And I don't know, I don't know about you, but despite of what I've been through. I still, I still have joy. Do I have a witness in the house? I can still this. I can still sing my song. I I I can still, Amen. Do my dance. I I, I want to be able to sing like David song. Now I want to be able to dance like David danced. I, I have, is anybody in the house know what I'm talking about? So I want you today in my closure. I want you to realize that your better days are ahead of you. I want you to realize that God is not through blessing you yet. I want you to realize that there's just some things that are tailor-made with your name on it. And it's just for you. God's got a blessing with your name on it. And that's why I have to keep on pressing towards the mark of the prize 
of the high calling which is in Christ Jesus. I must be focused on the prize. When Paul spoke that, he said, I, I, I got to press on and, and I got to forget what's behind me and I got to press on. I, I have Jesus in my vision and I have a goal, amen, that I must achieve. Can you say yes, Lord? God's got to wait mm, to bless his people. If he took Elijah, was sitting down by the brook when there was a famine. You give me about three, two, couple minutes. And he went down to the brook. And while he was down there at the brook, the Lord had the ravens to drop off Elijah food twice a day. What famine? I ain't falling off the cliff. They said they got to get it fixed before they go off the cliff. But I serve a God. They're going to take care of me. And Elijah was down there. What if the raven dropped his food off? And he drunk from the brook. Then after the brook dried up, hello, God had a little widow woman down the road. And he met her. Elijah said, what you doing? She said, I'm, so you got to hang on in there. She said, she wasn't talking right. She said, what I'm going to do? She said, I'm going to, I'm going to take and I'm going to bake a cake and me and my son going to eat it and we're going to die. She wasn't talking. She was talking death. Elijah said, look, woman, bake me a cake first. Come on, bake me a cake. Bake me a cake and bring it unto me. And after, make for thee and for thy son. But let me, let me eat this cake first. She obeyed the man of God. To make a long story short, her meal bell ran over. I said her meal bell ran over. How many y'all like for stuff in your life, in my closure, to just run over? I mean, run over till your cabinets, you can't get another can of corn in it. Maybe I'll go over here. In the cabinet. I mean, go to your closet and you women can't get another dress in the closet. And then you got this shoe rack. You can't get another pair of shoes in the shoe rack. Come on, somebody. Huh? And then and then you 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 look at your bank account. Hello, somebody. And you looked at it and say, where'd this come from? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, y'all can everybody say, ooh, yeah, that's me. Huh? God's got a way of taking care of you. You hang on in there. Be faithful to God. God will bless you through somebody else. God will give you favor, favor on your life. 
You've been listening to Elder R.J. Thornton, founder and pastor of Step of Faith Ministries. We invite you to be our guest at 1414 Rangeline Street, Suite H. From I-70, take exit 127 South and take the first left into the plaza. Our Sunday school begins at 9 a.m., morning worship at 10 a.m., evangelistic services at 7 p.m. On Wednesday, our biblical studies begin at 7 p.m. If you would like to write us, write Step of Faith Ministries, P.O. Box 82, Columbia, Missouri, 65205. Our email address is mystepoffaith at aol.com. Or you may call us at 573-424-8149. Please stop and visit our website at www.mystepoffaith.org. And remember, dare to do the right thing.